Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Let me show you how we kicking it. Lacing up my cleats to chase a goal. Been like Beckham, but we never fold. Let me show you how we kicking it. Baby, you ain't working how we working. Scoring like a 10 up on my jersey. Let me show you how we kicking it. Stay up in the field, we going hard. Pray we never see a yellow card. Let me show you how we kicking it. So if your feet can plant it to the ground, we'll go ahead and put your hands down. Let me show you how we kicking it. What's up, you guys? My name is Jess Lazo, and you are kicking it with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Today, we'll be discussing parents. What is it like to be a parent of an athlete? We'll be focusing on women's soccer specifically today, but this can honestly apply to anyone. And what better way to talk about the life of a soccer parent than Adam Lazo himself, AKA my dad. <laughs> um, how are you today, dad? I am fantastic. It's great to be part of, of the telecast here. Thank you for having me, Jess Lazo. Thank you for um, being my first guest on the show. Very excited. Right? Yes. Um, so the first topic I wanted to discuss was a parent's helicopter mentality when it comes to their child and sports. Um, many of us who've played sports growing up have had a parent that will coach you during a game, critique you after the game, or all of the above. Now, obviously we know our parents did these things out of love, but especially after a frustrating game, knowing that you already did bad, it doesn't help when your parents are critiquing you and it doesn't always come off in the best way. Um, so can you kind of expand on that and give your insight on the quote unquote helicopter mentality that you have had when you um, were kind of like my second coach after my games and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great question. And I think it, you have to break it up into the early days when you're like between, let's say, eight and 11 years old and 11 to 13. And then when you start getting serious in the club and um, in the high, you know, when you're in the high school, but you're in club and you're, you're literally at that point, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm serious about uh, wanting to play in college. And, and I will tell you, uh, Jess, looking back at at the parenting piece of it and, you know, some of the car road, car ride homes, uh, I regret a lot of the stuff I did and said, and I, I will not kid you. I'm not proud of, of potentially, you know, not potentially, but I unequivocally crossed the line several times and, and I hopefully not too many. Um, but, you know, it's, I think we need to go in what you said earlier is that intentions are right. And I think the intentions for parents uh, are for the most part good. There are some real a-holes out there that uh, are always gonna be that way. And I feel bad for the child that, that has those parents. But the, the, key, the key thing in the early days is obviously you wanna have your kid to have fun. You don't wanna burn them out and, and you want them to develop their skill set. And, and that's the most critical part. And, and to enjoy the beautiful game. Um, as you're getting older, 
Um, I, I think a frustrating part for parents is, is that, for, at least for me, and I can only speak for myself, but I also observed a lot of other people, is, is, is on the field, there's a lot of life lessons. And, and that's where anytime I would get, you know, uh, and have a very constructive, uh, critical conversation with you after the games, is that I was trying to not only teach you that, hey, look, you know, you've done this, this, and this, but it was more of a life lesson of preparation, putting the effort in, focusing, which are real life deals um, that you're going to have to face out in the real world. And, you know, that's where the balancing comes in, Jess. And, you know, you don't want to overdo it. You can send a nice message and say, hey, Jess, you know, don't complain about playing time when you tell me that you really didn't hustle in the practice and this and that, and that's reality. That's okay. But you can't like dig in and, and, and um, you know, I know a couple of times I made you cry and uh, I'm ashamed of that. And that's really pathetic as a parent. Uh, but at the end of the day, my ultimate goal was, is that for you, the best you can be, the best you can be, A, and then learn from it, right? And so that when you do get into situations off the field, you take that learning and, and getting through tough situations because life is tough. Anything meaningful in life is when you have to, to work hard and, and get through it. And, um, you know, for the most part, I'll tell you what, it, uh, I regret a lot of what I did, but I also had a blast seeing you grow and develop as a soccer player and ultimately make it into college uh, soccer. So that's a long answer. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. That was a good, thorough answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you have any comments? I and mean, what do you think? I mean, what were your re reflections when we sit in the car? I mean, what affected you? I mean, what would your feedback to the parents be? It's like back off and uh, maybe talk about it the day after. You don't have to talk about it after the game necessarily. And, and, and you know, unless you're asked. Yeah, I mean, I think that even though a lot of our conversations have been very difficult. I think it's also like that's a piece on how I've become the player I am today. I mean, I think um, obviously car ride homes are always tough. Like I mentioned, um, especially having like a bad game. Like I don't want to he like hear again that I didn't do great and like, it, like going into depth on why I didn't do great or like you explaining to me like these are the things you need to work on when I already know those are the things I need to work on um and I think I don't know if you agree with this you can counter argue but I feel like parents always think they know more about the game than the player themselves or in this situation your daughter me um so that's why they kind of get very intense and try to coach you do you agree on that yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely do. And, and um, I, again, it, it's that stupid word, you know, best intentions. That is a dangerous comment because, um, you know, you know, parents are watching these club games and, and, you know, they're living vicariously, a lot of them through you. A lot of these parents were never athletes or they never were succeeding at the level as, as the teams that you played on, you know, like you and other players. And, and sometimes they get way too into it and they lose perspective and then it just goes downhill really fast, especially the idiots that start yelling on the sideline. And quite honestly, I was guilty of that early on until I finally, you know, I think another person said, uh, it was actually one of your trainers 
uh, said, you know, Adam, you got to calm down, man. I mean, you're not helpful at all. And um, yeah, this is another embarrassing moment. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just that intensity to that, that parents just want their kids to be the absolute best they can be. And, and it's tough. It's tough, but it's not acceptable for them to act the way that uh, some of them do, and even myself. And uh, yeah, I wish on some of those some of those games, I wish I could turn back the clock. No, no doubt, Jess. Um, yeah, I mean, this wasn't as big of a um, moment or negative thing that happened, but I'll never forget when I was like, even in rec soccer, you were like, get the piano off your back. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like 11 or 10. And I'm like, I'm so tired, but okay get the poop out of your pants, the piano off your back. Oh God, those little comments. I mean, now thinking about it, they're really funny. But in the moment I was like, oh my God, please be quiet. <laughs> yeah, they're not constructive. And, and my <laughs> advice to parents again, goes back to in the early days, just work on and, and develop skills, be positive. Don't, don't overthink it and, 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 and no negativity. Um, it's all about being number one, your, your, your child's winning by being active and, and, and staying in shape, um, you know, getting and in, getting into the team environment. And those are all pluses. And uh, I, I think it's important that you get your, your child with, a, you know, a good coach, a good club coach that is also has a positive attitude. You know, you look like a, a guy like Eric Nutter, um, who I love to this day because he was fair. He was positive. And he also was tough when he needed to be. He never raised his voice, but you knew when he was not happy. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a gift. And there are some coaches that are psycho. There are some coaches that just, you know, they have no business um, uh, coaching at all in the club deal. And, and you know, it's incumbent on the parents and, 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 the, and the player to do their homework. And uh, if you're blessed to get on a team and, and the one that you want, then, you know, make the most of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I like from personal experience, obviously it's pretty clear to me that you've kind of taken a step back, um, even senior year of high school, but especially in college now, you, um, I feel like you have a new perspective and you're not as much of critical anymore but more as motivating can you kind of expand on how you kind of changed or like altered the way you kind of looked at things in the sense of kind of trying to help me out in the game yeah it's I, I tell you what I, I think you know what what where I was um as a parent going into your freshman year to where I am today and and I think a big takeaway that I would tell every parent to get their child prepared for college, and if they are intending to play for college uh, soccer, is you better really be in shape. And you better put the time in and you better follow the schedule that they send you. Uh, because Jess, you can attest to this. You know, college soccer is at a whole nother fitness level than anything in club ball. Let me tell you what, there ain't no walking on the field. And when you get on the field, you are expected to be running and, and, and a work rate that is 100 to 110%. And if you don't do that, you're going to sit the bench. And the other thing that I learned 
in, with college, with, with high school or club players going into college is that you better know how to play defense. And, you know, you and I had this conversation recently where I, I, there was a player that was not doing so well offensively on the field, basically taking a poop offensively. Uh, but I tell you what, def defensively, she was crushing it. And I get that because you're not going to lose games in college if you're playing really good defense. And, uh, and that is first and foremost, the priority of, of, of probably 90% of these college coaches. And then the theory is, is that a really good defense will lead into good offense because then you can counterattack and so forth. It's very difficult to win games with having a great offense and, and terrible defense. You'll, you'll always be chasing the score. So th those are learnings for me. And, and then, then you add on top of that, the physical um, you know, demands on you, know, you, know, you Jess, and, and, and other college people, then it's the whole mental piece. And it's, it's, um, it's about getting yourself prepared, not for games only, but for every single practice, because the competition level from club up to college is so much better. And these are all-stars. These are really good players. And you got to take it up a whole nother notch. And so you got to prepare yourself mentally to be, you know, go out there and bring it every practice to consistently do it every practice. And then to then, you know, show up at the game time. So um, seeing all of that, this is my long answer to your short question. Seeing all of that has changed my perspective where I've, it just gives me so much respect to the college athletes on what they're able to do to go through that and, and perform and not to mention the, the school load that y'all have and, and that you got to compete, you know, complete. And, and the one thing I love about your team is that, you know, your overall team GPA is like a, a 3.78, some stupid number in a good way. You have to do all of that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it, it really comes down to encouraging, um, your student athlete, your, your, your daughter or son to enjoy what they're doing, to not overthink things, to it's okay if you make mistakes, but, you know, in, in, in learn from it and, and go and correct it, enjoy it. And I tell you what, these four years, here I am sitting and, and it's your senior year, Jess. And I can't believe it. It was like yesterday when we were sitting in Rump Arena and, uh, and uh, that's another, by the way, situation where I regret where I said yes for you before you even said yes. And, uh, and I'm ashamed of that, but, uh, but I, it, it was like yesterday that we were sitting there and you accepted to go to university of Kentucky. And now all of a sudden here we are in this absolute mess of a time of COVID. Um, and, you know, we're hopefully you can play uh, spring and, you know, I mean, it's 50, 50, like you told me the other day, whether or not you're going to exercise that and, and you know, and, and it, it's, it's just total respect is what I have for you and your player and your teammates and God bless you guys. Cause it is, it is, it is tough. I, I know you want to chime in on that. I mean, I mean, you go through this every single day, Jess. Yeah. I mean, um, it definitely mentally and physically college soccer is a grind. Um, but at the end of the day, um, like you said, you kind of have to realize like you're out there to have fun. Like, you're there for, or you're playing college soccer for a reason. Like you're a great player. Like you're on the team, like I said, for a reason. 
you love the game that you're playing. So stop overthinking things and enjoy the game that you've played your whole life and you've worked so hard to like make it to that place, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, you never want to look back on your four years of playing and be like, oh, like what could have been? Um, oh, I overthought everything. Like I didn't enjoy it because I was stressed all the time. Like, and I, I mean, there have been moments where I'm guilty of overthinking a lot. Um, but then I, I snap back to reality and I'm like, wait, like I love this game and I just, I need to enjoy it. Like I need to have fun. Um, and especially cause I only have one year left. I'm like, come on, like get out of your head and just go out there and like hang out with your, like hang out with your teammates, support your teammates. Um, me and you actually had a conversation the other day talking, talking about like, just keep encouraging your teammates, especially the freshmen, like build them up to be the players that they're eventually going to be like every single player um, specifically for my team are all incredibly great players and everyone has so much potential and like I just even like a small thing of like you got this like good job like it means the world to like anyone um just a simple like great job today really means a lot so um yeah I mean I, I kind of got off topic but like no you didn't no you yeah. didn't not at all but like continue to just enjoy the game, love the game, support your teammates every day. Um, and if you're having a bad day, fake it until you make it. Like if <laughs> literally I read a chapter in my book the other day of the sports psychology book called, uh, God, let me get it out. Um, it's called Mind Gym. And um, it was like, if you're not making the passes or like not doing things well during a practice, still like never make anyone look at you like you're weak like can like act confident even when things are going wrong um and then eventually you'll be where you want to be because like I said you're faking it till you're making it um but yeah that was a little off topic but um no, no, no but but it, it's right though it, it it's 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 you know, not only, you know, try to learn and then physically correct it, but before you can physically correct it on the field, you have to mentally also correct it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, it's almost like being in, in total sync, your body and your mind together is saying, you know what, I'm taking a big poop on the field today, but I want to work through it. I want to work harder than anybody. I love this game and, and nobody's going to not make me smile today. And I want to encourage my, my teammates and, and I want to make the best of this because uh, I, I am blessed to be out here playing college soccer. I mean, that, there it is. It's perspective. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes there's days that you got to remind yourself a little bit more than, than others. And uh, that's the trick to it, Jess. And, and it, ain't, it, it, ain't, it ain't easy to do that. And uh, just, just ask any any uh collegiate athlete and they'll tell you and take you through exactly what you just talked about it's very real and uh anyway i got off on a tangent but it's very powerful stuff what you just said no question yeah exactly um i kind of i'm gonna get back to you now and the life of a soccer dad or parent um 
So my next topic of discussion is just kind of overall, what is it like to be a dad of an athlete um, from watching me grow up playing club soccer to seeing me play collegiate soccer now? You've clearly showed a huge role in how I've developed into the player I am today. Um, so my question is, what was it like to be a parent on the sidelines or what is it like to be a parent on the sidelines now? As a college, as a college dad, um, it's, it's, um, it's intense. The college games are so much more intense uh, than the club games for obvious reasons that we've already talked about. You just want your daughter and you want your, her team to do really well. And um, it's, it's exhilarating. It's fun to travel to the different um, games that you have across the country. Uh, I've been blessed with the DePaul team that there's some wonderful parents on it. Um, just great stuff and enjoy them and the conversation and the camaraderie. It's, it's been a blessing because you are on a very special team with incredibly motivated young individuals that uh, you just love being around. And as a dad, you know, I'm an old, I'm, I'm a washed up athlete, but to be around all of that and to see y'all, you know, starting in the very beginning when you go through your training routine and then you watch the other team and you're looking for little, you know, tendencies. Cause I, I'm about 99% accurate when I know DePaul said going to have a good game and they're not. And you can see it in the warmups. And so I go through that regiment and then, and then it's like a chess match to watch it unfold on, on the field and to see the, the changes that Aaron and her staff make and, and uh, what the other team does. Uh, another long answer to a short question, but it, it, it is enjoyable. And probably one of my favorite times is, is uh, after the game and having a wonderful dinner with you and, and enjoying the, 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 the great food in Chicago. And, and I love every moment of it because you know what? I, I go back, I, I digress a little bit back to the club days where I hear parents complain about waking up at five in the morning. I got to go to a club bank down in San Diego. It's a two and a half hour drive. I can't, I, I mean, I can't believe I got to do this and they're, just bitching and moaning about it versus for me, I get to spend time with my daughter that I really don't in the high school years get that kind of time with you is a, that my playlist is updated to some really cool songs. So which is fantastic. I've discovered more music through you, Jess, than anything. And number two, we, we get to talk. We are stuck in a car for five hours, you know, two and a half there, two and a half back. And we get to talk and, and, you know, I get to, to learn more about you, what's going on with your evolving life in, in that age bracket. And, and I, you know, to be able to go out and see you on the college campus uh, and see you grow as an individual, not only on the field, but off the field and our conversations um, is priceless to me. And I love it. Um, I mean, honestly, I'll be sad when it's over, but um uh, you know, it, it'll be a, a totally new chapter where you and I get together, you know, later on with your new career, whatever that is outside of college. So, um, you know, close that chapter and move on to the next, but we're not there yet. We still got a little bit to go. And um, yeah, I'm going to enjoy every freaking minute of it. And 
no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the last thing that you said, um, like obviously I'm playing the game, but you're very much invested, especially like like you said, the two and a half hour car rides in club soccer, just like you have been invested with me playing soccer for for forever. And yeah, when it comes to an end, it's gonna be weird at first, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I Being a parent, I think is just as, um, not just, being, I don't know, like, like I said, you're just very invested in it. And um, I can tell that um, by the passion in your voice, how much you care about the game. And um, I'm really happy that you've been along for the ride because I feel like you've been my rock through everything. Um, And I mean, you know, better than everyone. I've gone through a lot of ups and downs throughout my soccer career. Um, so what I'm curious about is what was going through your head during those, some of those difficult times. Well, I mean, the one thing that I've always known about you, Jess, is, is that you've always had the skill set. I mean, you're, you're, you're six foot one, you're fast as, as a deer, um, your ball skills are phenomenal. And it's just a matter of you working it through mentally. And, and that's really what it comes down to. And I knew you would always get there. And, and from my perspective, it was just trying to get you back on, on the right path. And sometimes the path went a little bit to the beard to the left or a little bit to the right, went backwards a couple of times. And it was just more of, of being, you know, a, a motivator to you to add perspective, to add clarity so that you could get rid of all the minutia, all the crap and really see what's important and, and hit your ability. And, and uh, that's, I think the role of every parent in my mind is that's their role. Because, you know, one thing that you said is when you go through these, these downs, you're obviously feeling it, but from a parent's perspective, it is like 10 times the feeling. That's how impactful it is on us because we just want to jump inside you and take all of that away and be able to, you know, lead you immediately and you got to come to that conclusion yourself and, and, and do it yourself because it doesn't mean anything unless you do it yourself, right? It doesn't stick in there. It's not part of your long-term DNA then uh, as you move forward in life. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, on your highs, I'm 10 times higher than you. On your lows, I'm 10 times feeling the pain. And, um, but I tell you what, I love that roller coaster ride. I mean, look at me. I'm a bald guy. I have no hair because the roller coaster is just taking it all off. What can I say? Oh. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned before, I feel like I wouldn't be the player I am today without you and your support and constant positivity. Um, yeah, I mean, like through the downs that I've had, I do tend to overthink things a lot and I do get in my head and I will get in a bad state of mind and you're always there to pick me right back up. So, I mean, I will forever appreciate you for that. Um, and I don't know if I tell you that enough, but um, you have been my support through my whole career and I'm forever yeah. grateful for that. You, you, you've been good about that, Jess. And, and I would remind every parent out there to their, their child uh, or their, their player, their student athlete is, 
you know, one thing that I, I've always tried to instill in, in you and, and your brother is, is appreciation, right? And whether it's your, your parents, your coaches, your players, uh, your teammates, um, it's critical. Uh, and, and uh, you know, to say thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, to recognize that, never take anything for granted. And, um, you know, those are just cornerstones of a good person. And, uh, you know, that's also part of, you know, you get caught up in your own little world sometimes and you forget to say thank you. And, and, and this is constant reminders out there. So, yeah, I appreciate that, Jessica. It means a lot. And uh, cause we're, we're in this thing together and, uh, you know, love you to death. Well, thank you so much for um, being my first guest on the show. Um, just to wrap up, if you want to tune in to the next episode next week, you can find my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts um, and, of course, Believe.com. Thank you for kicking it with me, Jess Lazo, on the Women's College Soccer Podcast, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Yeah, let me show you how we kicking it.